to St. Andrew's Spotlight, a program about faith and action. My name is Deacon Adam James. And my name is Jen Sackoff. Today we have Veronica Wiebold, St. Andrew's new children's youth and young adult coordinator. Welcome, Veronica. Hello, hello. It's great to be here. It is great to have you here. So before we begin, I think it would be good and right for us to center ourselves in some prayer. Holy One, we thank you for this time together and this time with Veronica and this time with our listeners to get to know Veronica better and to get to understand how God is working through her with our children, youth, and young adults at St. Andrews. We ask for the presence of your Holy Spirit in this conversation and for your love as we continue to move forward in St. Andrews Ministries. Amen. Amen. Okay, so Veronica, tell us a little bit about you. Where did you come from before you were here at St. Andrews? Yes, I came from First United Methodist Church. Uh, It's a church out in Jefferson City, Missouri. Um, I originally, though, grew up in a town just outside of Jeff. Uh, It's called Westphalia, Missouri. Mm -hmm. Yeah, population, barely any, so (laughs) (laughs) that's always fun. But um, yeah, a little small town kind of grew up country lifestyle and whatnot. But yeah, um, was very fortunate for my position there at First UMC. I really love their atmosphere. It's very similar to here, uh, which is really nice as we uh, transition over that I was still kind of getting the same quality and caliber of individuals, which is great. Wonderful. Do you consider yourself a country kid? Oh yeah, I'm. well, I would say I'm mixed. <laughs> Much <laughs> like my skin color, I am also like very, I have got one foot in both sort of like I love the city and whatnot, which is why I wanted to move to Kansas City in general. But yes, I grew up doing all the country kid things, rodeo, uh, all of that. But oh. Rodeo, you did rodeo? Really? Yes, I did. So I grew up, so ever since I was like two years old, I was put on a horse. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, I first grew up showing, which if you know anything, it's more laid back. Well, not necessarily laid back. It's pretty competitive, but not only, um, let's say, like there are a lot of like different com- competitions within showing. So mm-hmm. I did like lead line and whatnot, um, but it was kind of slow. I'm more like, and rodeo is more like action, quick, very stimulating and whatnot, which yeah. is great. And I'm all about that. So, did yeah. You, did you do any bull riding? No. Well, I did have to ride calves one year. Okay. <laughs> oh, sounds crazy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. All my friends who are vegan, they're like, that, it sounds terrible. Why would you do that? I'm like, yeah, well, when you're competing for a saddle, you'll do anything. But yeah, yeah. so it was called like calf calf riding or steers but i had to do that when i was like eight nine years old because i was competing for all around and so each competitive year you would have like your end of the year rewards and you'd get saddles scholarships more even more money which was awesome but yeah and all around was like a super huge thing so if you could be win that that was there like that year that I was competing for it and won, it was like super cutthroat with me and these other girls. But, oh, but you won. Yeah, so. yeah, so That's cool. it was, yeah. It had to be rewarding to finally win like that. It was, it definitely was. Um, I loved it. Uh, it's just, I know, like to think about it and you're like, wow, I did that. That's what I was doing on my weekends. But yeah, it was great. It was a great experience also because you're constantly traveling and I'm a super, um, big traveler and whatnot. And I think I was just being exposed to that type of lifestyle on the go all the time, kind of quick moving and, you know, 
one weekend you're here, but you might have a doubleheader next weekend. So you got to like be in a different state by the afternoon type of situation. But um, yeah, and like also creating like acts of like leadership skills because you're constantly, you know, relocating and talking to um, different types of individuals. And not only would I compete sort of in my age bracket, I would also compete on upper levels too. So I was exposed to like just talking to adults and whatnot so it was just yeah it was a lot for an eight to nine year old at the time when you're competing competitively and I'm like most of my friends at school were like going to soccer games or basketball which I did soccer and basketball on top of it so mm -hmm. it was just oh wow constant like doing stuff but you thrive on action don't yes you? I do I, I very that. am yeah that's one thing I learned from my stepdad he was very competitive and like driven dude so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said something a minute ago that really i think rings true to both jen and i as the idea of having one foot in each world mm -hmm. you know i'm a deacon and jen is soon to be god willing a god deacon willing. Yeah. Um, awesome. that is our ministry is yeah. connecting the world with the church and the church with the world and you're doing that with children mm -hmm. and i want to know what it feels like to take that kind of energy into children and youth ministry here do you find that the action here is just as exciting or thrilling? Yeah, uh, one, I'm. that's kind of the reason why I took the job in the first place. I think it's just gonna be even more so to what just one bit larger congregation. And like also the kids here too, they seem like very competitive, like no matter what they're doing, not that kids at my previous weren't, but just they're exposed to even more so here than like the sort of like, modern country life like everyone they say we're seeing in their lives like same people all the time which not necessarily like these kids still be could that's could still be happening to them as well but they just they seem different and yeah. i'm like just super excited to like dig into that and like what sort of things they're interested in. like i was talking to a kid this past weekend about how he's wanting to do hockey and like his dad is like working real hard to get him on this hockey team and he's super young i think he was like seven or eight and i'm oh, like wow. i love that yeah like yeah. kids being exposed to that type of energy at a young age and like you're creating sort of passion and whatnot for in them like at a young age is just great i think but yeah yeah, dynamic life. You mm -hmm. know, uh, children are exposed a lot so they can figure out what they like in life. Absolutely. And with your energy, you can help them find that, it sounds like. Yeah. Not to mention there are just far more kids here in these ministry, or like children to youth and young adult. Yeah. So I'm excited to meet everyone and kind of get started. But yeah. Yeah. And it sounds like you have a bit of an introduction with Vacation Bible School coming up. Oh yes, it. Um, today we've just been kind of hit the ground running on getting everything prepared for everyone and whatnot. And it is crazy too, because I was just talking to one of my old coworkers the other day, just about the amount of kids that we have coming and just the expectation of like how we set everything up where I was coming where things were just kind of like even lax, but like we didn't have that many kids. So it's not like we, had to have all these different groups, but here we get to have that. So just seeing a bunch of kids all around and then also seeing the youth also incorporate skills and like step into a leadership role, like that's really great to see, honestly, yeah. so. Yeah, leadership in, in this church for children is a wonderful blessing and opportunity. Mm -hmm. And you get to step alongside them in that. Yeah. So it's wonderful. Yeah. So um, I'm curious, 
how did you end up in church ministry? What called you to that? Yeah, so as I said earlier, grew up in rodeo and whatnot, but also my family has all been pretty like faith passionate too. Um, so kind of that whole double life story, what we were saying earlier, uh, one foot in each door, that's how my faith was too, believe it or not. Yeah. Like my grandma and I spent, like I lived with her a lot of my life as well. Um, she, and much like the community that I grew up in, everyone was super Catholic and whatnot. And then just on doing rodeo, we would attend like rodeo Bible school camps. And then also it, you, you called it cowboy church or cowboy Christian <laughs> cowboy, church, yeah, yeah, which it sounds funny, but like it was, it was pretty fun. Um, so, and like also just with rodeo, I love and even showing like that you always are exposed to faith because we're always like praying and like just I don't know it was always there and like it just seemed like not it wasn't unnormal to me if that makes sense mm -hmm. um so yeah like always seeing it always being around it um I would also constantly go and be a youth volunteer or whatnot with when we're at home we're always at um super uh what am I trying to say here Super, um, I lost my train of thought. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, no worries. <laughs> no, we were always involved. There we go. Yeah. Super involved in the church. Um, but so in doing so, yeah, I, in my later years, after I kind of like graduated high school and whatnot, um, I sort of like throughout high school found a passion for volunteering and mission work in general. And I think too, like traveling had a lot of bit of, that because I just love travel. Um, so then going and choosing colleges when I chose Benedictine, I was like, okay, um, yes, most of my friends are attending universities, but like I wanted to do something more and also would help ground me and like grow as an individual too. And BC was attracting for those reasons. Um, I don't know if you know anything about Benedictine College a little yeah, bit. In Atchison, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So they're um, a Catholic school, yes, um, but like liberal arts school but super grounded also like they mission is a huge passion for them as well and I loved that uh so I got to do a lot of that while I was there also I was fortunate to be able to continue um being a track athlete while I was in school which is nice so um just living that life and then our coach um I mean much like just the teachers there they were all super faithful from your coaches to your you know professors to whomever so it was still nice to like have that and having grown up as like my my mom and grandmother too who are super um faith driven as well it's like I still I wasn't losing that that was still with yeah. me and because like when you know you move away it's like a whole shock and like a lot of my friends like they I mean they only went to church when they came home with their families or whatnot so it was still nice like I didn't lose that but long story short, kind of talking your off. Sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. You're, this is great. <laughs> this is what um, we want. This yeah. is what the listeners want. Yeah. So in school, I studied sociology and and education because always had a knack for being around kids and whatnot. And I think that's just a part of me growing up as like the oldest sibling and grandchild in the intermittent family, and kind yeah. of always like kind of keeping track of everyone, telling them what they need <laughs> to do and whatnot. But like still like. I don't know. I was those skills always come came easy for me. So yeah, while I was in school, I not only volunteered with like our 
we had this like other type of like sub ministry that we would go and like help teach kids and coach and whatnot. So I was doing that and then also just other things on the side as well. But so I became like this teacher coordinator and then I was also volunteering for this nursery on the side. So long story short there, they ended up saying like, oh, you work well with kids. Like, can we hire you as your children's director? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. I guess we'll do ministry, I guess. They're like, uh, yeah, no, like you're pretty good at it. So it's like, I was unaware and like, didn't really see the skills. I mean, yeah, I knew I loved working with kids and it was just like fun for me and great, but also for someone else to see like, Hey, you know, you would actually be super great at this role. Like, let's just, you know, tweak a few things and like, let's grow these skills. And then this is going to work out because in that intermittent time, it's like, I was also struggling trying to figure out like what God's plan was for me mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. So it was just interesting how that like, and I know like it was that like that came to like that God moment. They were like, okay, yeah. God, this is all like playing out for me. Like, obviously you want me here. I'm here for a reason. Let's ride this ride. So I did that. And uh, I postponed moving to KC even more. Cause I have a lot of friends that live up here. And I was like, no, I'm going to try this new position. I think I'm going to, I really like it, whatnot. And so I did. I loved it. Um, and then while I was doing that, I also got another side job working with a family that have kids with excessive behaviors and from anywhere like to super high level to like low level, mm-hmm. um, I suppose for attachment, reattachment disorders and whatnot in lesser terms. But um, that gave me a lot of like a new perspective on just like, yeah, you know, when you come like in the classroom and whatnot and working with kids, like, yeah, it's different. Like there are reasons why some people, some kids are acting high functioning or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not just cause like Leo, or, like Toby over here is just like super jittery and whatnot for a reason. Like there could be a reason just like noticing certain things. So that just gave me a new like outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatnot, but that was a oops, a little side good. Okay. side story to that. So yeah, eventually doing that for about like two years, and then I was like, you know, I still like something still feels left, and I prayed a lot about a lot about it, and also I was very fortunate because the community that I had came from, like everyone to the coworkers to the individuals that came to church, that like they were just so loving, and I was so scared that I wasn't gonna find that again. Mm. And so like when, but I knew that I wanted to move and I knew I wanted something. I'm like, okay, I feel, you know, when you feel like a little bit stuck, but you're like not necessarily stuck. It's just like something's missing. Sure. Yeah. And I was still feeling that. And I almost felt too like, cause I grew up in that town and I love everyone there, but it w- felt some to some point, like I was just living a day on repeat and I'm like, okay, I need something else. and the reason why I said the story of the side job is like I felt like I kept trying to accommodate new side gigs or putting more things on my plate when realistically it's like you know you can add all these different activities but like you know I was pushing the bigger perspective back that's like you know like maybe it's just the relocation and stuff that I needed there's some growing pains yes yes yeah yeah but yeah you mentioned missions Mm -hmm. so Tell, tell us a little bit about the different missions that you've been involved in. Yeah, so I done like 
small community too. I studied abroad, which was super fun. Where did um, you study abroad? I went to Florence, Italy. Oh, oh. wonderful. Yes, it was. I love Italy. One of, some of the, <laughs> yes, it's amazing. Um, prior, honestly, moving, had my grandma not gotten sick when she did, I would probably still be in Italy, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, everything happens for a reason yeah. and I might not be here. So that's, that's great. But yeah, no. So studying in Florence and while we were there, uh, I was finishing up my degree, but also we got to go and help out within the community and go to like schools, which was super fun. Very um, neat. In, in, yeah. in an international environment. Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Which was awesome. Um, and to just like seeing how, um, their values and how like they commune with one another too is can be different than like American culture. That yeah. was like a huge shock as well. Can I ask what it is that you saw that could be better for us if we took after some of the people you saw in Florence? I think just their overall concept of like core family values and mm -hmm. faith. Mm -hmm. Like at the end of the day, like not saying work isn't important because like I'm a driven lady and I love to get things done. Absolutely. But at the, that comes first. And also like, I know, so when you go, I mean, you've been, Oh yes. you notice that the seating arrangements, like even when you go out to restaurants, Very to much like, so. if you're in church, cause even in services there, like you just feel crammed, mm -hmm. but it's really, um, they're doing that to like gain like community, like, it's okay to go to dinner and actually meet a whole nother family out and talk to them. Like yeah. that would be normal. Yeah. yeah. Like that's why they do that. And yeah, I just like that value and their sort of core values for tradition as well. Is there, did it feel like you joined other families when you were there? Yes. Yeah. Everyone was so welcoming and like I, um, the villa that we were staying at, um, some of the teachers and the people who owned the villa, like I still am in contact with, and they're always like, come back, come back. It's just like, it's cool to have a sort of home away from home yeah. and knowing yeah. that, you know, I would be able to go there and be fine. Cause I told you I was partly raised by my grandmother and yeah. <laughs> that lady was, she watches the news too much, but <laughs> <laughs> she was very worried <laughs> from when I took that journey. But no, I was well taken care of while we were there. We're all probably a little bit guilty of, <clears throat> excuse me, we're all probably a little bit guilty of letting the news take over our thoughts a little yeah. too much. Oh, yeah. 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 It sounds like community in Florence, you could become a, a member of somebody else's family very quickly and mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. yeah. Absolutely. And even when you went, because we obviously we did travel to other countries while we were there, but you would see that we went to Croatia, to Venice, just up and down Italy and some of the other surrounding countries and just that European culture, like you got that, whether you were in this country or that country, which yeah. is cool. Do you mm -hmm. see a similarity between your country upbringing and the families that knew each other and going to Florence and the families that included each other? Yeah. Um, just like, yeah, the overall homebodiness yeah. of it all. It sounds, it sounds like you feel very drawn towards other people mm -hmm. and God always has a guiding hand in that. Yeah. 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 That's wonderful. I think that our families and our children here will really connect with you over that. Mm -hmm. A lot I of the children so. here are 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 well educated, well traveled, mm -hmm. and you give them a whole new opportunity about taking that energy and moving forward in the world with it. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I hope so. I am I'm more than excited to say the least too. Yeah. 
meet everyone and whatnot, but... Yeah, it takes a bit. It takes yeah, a bit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Like, from the first week till I started to the second week, like, I mean, there were two or three same kids, but, like, I met a whole group of different children, and it was it was great. And same with, like, you, so... Does it excite you to meet new people? Oh, yes. So, Wonderful. yeah. You I are have, an extrovert. Unfo- <laughs> Could you tell? <laughs> Could you tell? Yeah. No. You make all of us want to be extroverts, uh, too. Yeah. So. Unfortunately, so, um, me and my kindergarten teacher really got along well. Uh, stayed in most recesses. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> wonder why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, bit of a socialist back in the day. Uh, gift of gab is what they would say, but yeah. Thanks for Guilty. that. It takes me back <laughs> yeah. to a movie years ago, uh, Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, yeah, I yeah. Love that yeah. Movie. Sean Goodman as the yes. Cyclops, and he has you, you've got the gift of gab. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's yeah. such a great movie. And it's based upon Homer and the Iliad and the Odyssey, and there's a deep biblical, mm-hmm. scriptural faith about about rejuvenation in, in your faith in that movie. Right, yeah. So, wonderful. Now I'm going to have to rewatch that movie. It's, oh, it's a good always, movie. I love that movie. Always worth I it. I could almost quote that whole movie. <laughs> my <laughs> Especially if you have country roots. Yes, and I yes. Do too. You have my, to use the accents. My father's family's from Arkansas, so I'm very <laughs> familiar with that culture. And there's just something that is relaxing yeah you get like you get to go down home mm-hmm. and relax on the front porch down with the river to pray down the river <laughs> oh, to pray. Yeah. yes 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 you you mentioned coming home for your grandmother mm-hmm. so family is important to you yes she yeah. is uh love that woman um my favorite and slash worst critic and the wolf she's she's the toughest on you but uh it's for a good reason so family can be like that yes that's I've okay got, we were raised with thick skin, which is good. Yeah. It was funny when I told her what I finally decided to major on in uh, college. She goes, oh, cool. So we're just going to going to school to learn how to talk more. That's great. Oh, no. Love that. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so we don't support it. Cool, cool. <laughs> well, you mentioned being the oldest. So yes. How many yeah. siblings do you have? So I have two brothers, and then my mom got remarried. So she and we have I have three other siblings as well. So and then I have three other cousins, which the two of them, we are pretty much all like super raised together. So it's as if like I have two other siblings, um, too. So and do you find that they're as as outgoing as you are or are they different? Um, Yes, they're good communicators. My middle brother, once you get him talking and they're comfortable, mm-hmm. everyone's loud. And <laughs> imagine that uh, <laughs> in my family, unfortunately. So um, I feel as if, though, my two brothers that I was like, and my cousin that I was cousins that I was raised with, really, um, like if we're out and about, sometimes they'll let me do the talking and then they'll, but I was like, probably because I was guilty of doing that so much when we were younger (laughs) and speaking for them which is not okay and I'm learning that and I was very hard on them and but oh whatever uh yeah but yeah they're you're still you're still an older sister yeah yes you have a little privilege there yes I am yeah not me like you know what are we doing with life in the group chat but (laughs) yes they um my so my brother one of them lives in Hugh well no he just moved from Houston, so they still do horse, whether, um, so they do cut, cut rope, uh, not cut roping, so they do roping, but mm-hmm. cutting also, so if, I don't know if you're familiar what? with cutting, no, so really, it's, you put, 
there's like say there's 12 head so 12 cattle and a pen okay mm-hmm. and then you pick one out and then you have to train it and you just like can't let it go back with the others <laughs> it yeah. sounds oh it sounds funny but like it's pretty cool and it's i don't know fun to watch sometimes uh so my one brother he trains horses to do that yeah and he also like uh does calf roping so when you're kind of you run out, rope the calf, and then you get off and you kind of tie it. Um, sorry for anybody who's no. that's a little inhumane. A little, well, sorry. No, I, I think you're you're telling a story about personal discipline. Yes, yeah. which is yeah. what I'm hearing out of this. Yes. It takes oh. a lot of personal strength and strength of personality to do that mm-hmm. kind of that yeah. kind of sport. Um, so I told you guys that I we started riding super young and whatnot, but. Yeah, it's so much discipline. So the fact like we had a routine, established routine and structure, which I love about like just whether you are riding leisurely or not or competitively, like it, those roots are kind of embedded in you because, you know, you got to feed them, you got to take care of them. So yeah. not only are you learning to like, you got to take care of yourself, which may be part of the reason why I don't always put myself first. But anyways, like <laughs> learning to take care of other people mm-hmm. and get things done that is established too and sort of like time management as well and then yeah being a hard worker because uh feeding uh animals and the like negative temperatures is not my favorite yes but sometimes oddly enough i'm like i kind of miss getting up super early in the morning before school because it's just like yeah did you did you find anything spiritual about being up early with the animals yes like it was i know it was just it was super quiet actually to that i have a story yeah. sorry enough of the stories no, i don't know no, where no, no, no that's I mean. good <laughs> they were like man this girl really can't talk this is why we're here we <laughs> yes. want those yeah. stories yes. um <laughs> yes to answer that but side story so one it was like 2 a.m we had a rodeo the night before but we would go all year round um and it was in the winter it was snowing so there was a super bad snowstorm and so in our bottom field and we had the not only did we have like quarter we had quarter horses like mares and we had a stud and then like a brood mare so that's the mom like you can have the babies Mm -hmm. one of the brood mares she had fell down this hill in our like lower bottom pasture so in on that at the bottom of that hill was like an old train track that led yeah (laughs) that led like to this um, underground train track which state whatever age that came from i know history still learning Uh, (laughs) um, anyways so yeah she fell down and so my brothers were kind of they were they were a little younger and i was like 11 at the time so me and my stepdad had to like get up in the middle of the night and go and like find her um so we like climbed slid down this big hill it was snowing and whatnot and super cold but we found her she was beaten up you know head to toe poor thing yeah but so we got to walk in this like underground tunnel thing and it was so quiet and just magical it felt like not that i i am grateful for that just being able to experience that Mm -hmm. because it gave like such a sort of peace and he was just just like wow like i'm experiencing this right now and yeah she got like hurt and scraped up but like by the grace of God, like that's all she, she was known big damages. Yeah. So that was great to know. Um, but yeah, I'll, cause never and again will I ever experience something like that. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. It was just, I mean, I still remember it to this day. Like I can remember it, like how I felt and just like, yeah, you were scared, but also it's just like 
the ease and peace I too like felt going through that. It was just like it you paused a little bit and like reality and whatnot and just kind of woke me up like you never know what might happen in the middle of the night and that is true yeah so and ho- and horses have a unique personality they do and they have a strong sense of of feelings and emotions from us mm-hmm. so i'm oh, yeah. sure you you could We've definitely got, feel that oh yes the amount of stories i could tell you you would be like we really do need to wrap this up but <laughs> <laughs> one thing that i and i i'm not saying i'm not a super okay yeah i'm saying it i'm not a super big like dog cat person but it's because i was raised around horses or whatnot but the sort of ease that i feel when i am around horses and that that's why they do um uh therapy for it too yes yes and honestly side story to that like i i me my brothers and i i want to open up my own riding school um for that oh wow yeah that's that's your dream yeah is riding um yeah working with kids with either developmental setbacks or behaviors or even just like a riding school for anyone. Um, that's as kind a, of my own non-for-profit I would love to start. Note, I may have a connection for you. Oh, for that. real? Yes, I, have a, I know a friend who's an equestrian therapist. Okay. And she works with veterans and first responders who mm-hmm. suffer from post-traumatic stress injuries. Yeah. And the horses can help express the feelings that the people are feeling that they can't express themselves yes because if she reads the horses and the horses tell her what they're feeling Mm -hmm. it's just an amazing thing to see these majestic creatures and they have a very similar neurological system to humans yeah so you're you're on to something there this fascinates me because i've never been around a horse oh Oh. we have to change that yeah we we should yes it's (laughs) the most uplifting um experience i think i've like really experienced ever and just like put your mind not only at ease but also like i've never and maybe it's i grew up around it so maybe that is why but and some people might feel this way for dogs or whatever but it just like you said they can like the relationship that you can build and they they really do feel like your emotion and whatnot and yeah it's like it's it takes away the pain in in a sort of way did you miss the horses when you were away at college? Absolutely. That was, yeah, that was a very hard transition, actually. Yeah. And I probably, it took me about a year or two. So I got separated from them like um, two years before I went to college. But yeah, that was a transition within itself. Because um, I also transferred schools at the time. Oh, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So a lot, a lot of change, which is okay. Change mm-hmm. is good sometimes tough but um yeah learning opportunities exactly if you, if you will yeah. Yeah. yeah but i almost because i mean with my horse it's like i always had a partner you know yeah and i was always with them but it's just like okay i have to learn on my own and like uh, in some sort of way which sounds weird but it's like when you're used to this routine all the time and like i almost it was like a best friend that i had so yeah yeah it's kind of learning how to say goodbye. I yeah, mean, yeah, it was. Yeah, and yeah. each year students graduate and you say goodbye out of the program. Exactly. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Teachers are teachers mourn the loss of their students every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I can see some similarities between youth ministry and working with working with horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So I have to ask, mm-hmm. um, if you had a proudest accomplishment, what mm-hmm. would it be? Oh, proudest accomplishment. 
That's a tough one, honestly. Yeah. Uh, surprisingly, lost the four words. Believe it or not, that can happen for me. If anybody ever wants to know, it yes, can, in fact, happen. This is a family program. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so it would probably be a toss-up between... Okay, I would say navigating... No, because I, I kind of... Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say navigating... Italy on my own when I first went out there because like oh sure yeah, yeah. Um, it was a huge thing and I mean just to my family a little a bit about them even more so than I already have uh, they all kind of grew up in the same country town not a lot of them really explored ever yeah um, which is okay but I I that being said I didn't really have a lot of guided direction so like everything from getting my passport and which is a doozy by the way if you uh, oh, yes. wait last minute by the way never recommend that <laughs> just wait until you have to renew it it's oh just my god as bad. i need to do that yes yes <laughs> it's like oh it's gosh god sends his strongest right yeah okay. <laughs> uh and for some reason i'm always faced with that but i can be type b to some things sometimes well anyways mm -hmm. so i had to get it expedited which was a whole process and then just in doing that to uh, the trip over there and whatnot because I was traveling alone and it's not like my family knew anything about it. And so I like researching that and just kind of, I put myself like when I, cause my friends were like, why aren't you freaking out? Like you should be freaking out. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I have dealt with change before yeah. and I'm literally putting it in God's hands and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And it's just crazy how like self, um, your natural instincts takeaway yeah, yeah honestly and yeah i did it um there and back there were like two or three complications but like was able to conquer it and i just felt good because i did that all by myself without like i was and just being thrown into it which yeah. i kind of like that and and taking this job too it's just because my other co-workers are like what are you going to do like that's three ministries that is huge you know and i'm mm -hmm. like but I'm ready for the challenge. I'm that type of individual where I'm like, I don't mind being thrown into something. I feel like most of my life it's been like that. Mm -hmm. And just like, that's why when things uh, pop up in the middle of the night, like they did when I, lots of times, um, I don't necessarily freak out. I'm like, okay, yeah. God, what are we going to do? Let's mm -hmm. figure it out. Yeah. And you just take it step by step opposed to freaking out and whatnot. So I guess those collectively kind of all yeah. run in together but yeah i'm hearing just, a lot of faith i'm hearing a lot of bravery a yeah, lot of yeah. trust in god mm -hmm. that you will find god's people along the way yeah it sounds like you did when you were in florence yeah my grandma always says just give it to god if that's one quote other than a few others <laughs> uh, can't really share out loud uh she always says that she's always says just give it to god anytime we call home or you know, we're stuck with something. That's the first thing she says. Yeah. Is it annoying? You know? No, it isn't, surprisingly enough, because I'm like, you know what? She's right. Mm. And it's just like, why did I call if I knew exactly what she was going to say in the first place? But it's okay. <laughs> but yeah. So you take joy out of the challenge. Yes, I do. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So where do you see... You know, going going with some of these ministries, if you had like a 
pie in the sky yeah. kind of goal? What what would some of those goals be? Um, for children's, I mean, this is for every, and it goes for all three. Just getting more people here, obviously, because mm -hmm. um, the more faces, the better. And I feel like there are so many people that do attend this church too, which is great. But also getting into um, um, creating relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. I noticed too, in which Ashley and I just in Sunday school were talking with the kids. We're like, how many of you? How many of us know each other, or like the names of each other? And some of them didn't really know the names of each other too, which is okay. Like, yeah. that's a kid thing too. Mm -hmm. But it's also it's just like, yeah, let's get to know each other mm -hmm. and yeah. create relationships because, you know, those relationships that you create with either peers or your teachers or whatnot, you know, they might not remember whatever lesson that was taught, but they can remember like, hey, you know what? Because I attended Sunday school, I know that I was loved. I got to learn about God. And it was a great safe place. And amen. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I want to kind of just help create and see that light and that like people always uh, pair faith with like, oh, it's like some crazy. And I'm like, but it's not though. It's like about a relationship and it can be as lax as just doing things in your personal life too. Like you don't have to, you know, dedicate, which is great if you do not knocking that because that's amazing i still sometimes but like you can just have a quick conversation with him over yeah. like yeah. it's like talking on the phone to somebody you know calling up your grandma yeah literally yeah. or like some people like come see faith through people i mm. tend to do that do or you? like yeah yeah um do you do you think that you hear God in the way people speak to you? Is God yes, speaking to you yeah, through I, them? That's what I was trying yes, to say. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. That's been better with the word and communication. Yeah. I experienced the so same many. thing. Yes, I hear yes. God talking to me through other people. I'm like, yeah. oh, that was a prophetic moment. That mm -hmm. was the Holy Spirit. Right. And I don't realize it until it's after it's over. Mm -hmm. But it hits you later on. Yeah. And if I only wish I could capture those moments in the moment. It's so hard to. Yeah. 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 So... I, you're, you've mentioned your grandmother. Would you say she's your biggest influence in your life? Yeah. 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 The strongest woman you know? She is indefinitely. Uh, sometimes too strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, she is. That woman. So she has uh, pancreatic, can pancreatic cancer. Oh, God. Oh, wow. And yeah, it's been coming and going for about five years now. She's yeah. a fighter. She is. Yes, she is. Woman is a pistol. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's, she's done a lot in her life and also sacrificed a lot, sacrificed yeah. a lot for her family. And she has such a huge love for God. And yet she'll be the biggest critic of herself and being like, Oh, you know, she'll like shoot herself down. I was like, do you not realize like you're the biggest faith driven person I know. And yeah. if you're not getting in, there's no way I'm getting in. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. And it's too, cause you were talking about like hearing voices and yeah, I've like yeah. always heard that her, like the Lord through her. So yeah. Yeah. That's just a beautiful, a beautiful image to, to paint mm -hmm. about your grandmother and about how she has guided you and guided the family. Yeah. One of the things, sorry, backing up about that you said you wanted to create 
for, for the children's ministry and really all the ministries that, yeah. that you're involved in is a safe place. Mm-hmm. And I love that you said that because, yeah, we talked about sometimes we all are guilty of watching the news maybe a little too much. Right. Yeah. And there just aren't, sadly, a lot of safe places anymore. Mm-hmm. And I feel like young people really need that not only relationships which is so crucial just not only to faith formation but just individual as an individual formation but then to have a place where they know that they are loved they know that they are accepted and that they can truly be themselves you know if they've had a rough week that they know they can come and share that with someone and that someone is still going to embrace them and and care for them and say it'll it'll be okay So I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, it's just a lot to take in. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's all in a good way. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're sharing just a, a wonderful background of how you came to be with us. Mm-hmm. So, how did it feel when you were away in college and Benedictine's a Catholic university, mm-hmm. and you're around people of different faith? Did you learn anything about uh, your version of faith in that yeah. community? Um. Yeah. No. Absolutely. So, well. I knew going into it, like with it being Catholic, I've, I had already been exposed to Catholicism and whatnot, but it was, cause sociology, you also study different religions too, which yeah. was one of my favorite things to do. So ha grandma, I didn't just talk, oh, <laughs> learn to talk. Okay. And I told her that too, I but anyways, that. yeah, but no. So we got to study different religions. We got to, we would go and like we came to KC a few different times mm-hmm. and uh volunteered with um I forget the name of it but it's in Wyandotte uh it's this ministry mm-hmm. that um I don't know if they're necessarily uh Amish or mm. the Mennonites mm-hmm. I believe I don't know what they specifically were but going and doing that and just seeing how they commune and what their faith looks like to them and then also studying like uh islamic culture Mm. and we studied buddhism and one thing that i kind of like collectively learned through and like um jewish culture as well is just like seeing the love and passion for jesus is what he wants us to have and just also it comes down to forming a relationship whether you're studying one God, two gods, three gods, an idol, whatever, that it comes down to forming some sort of relationship for the Almighty God. And I think that's just important. And that in doing having that sort of relationship is more of a strong friendship and that it's not, you know, it doesn't have to be this super heavy, like I need to be in church, you know, um, every day of the single, like every day, of the year or every Sunday of the year, you know, like you can have this relationship with him anywhere and knowing that we are loved and we're the love we have for others too is sort of reciprocated and just treating with treating one another with love and respect as well. I keep saying love a lot. Apologies. No, there's no, Uh, no, I mean, that's what it is. That's what it is, especially with people that believe differently. Yes. That really matters. Yeah. Because he wants to, he, he were created in his image and he wants us to, yeah, form that connection with him and others. And like at the end of the day, I don't know. I've been told that's also like a little bit of more of a cookie cutter way of thinking, but I was like, you know, 
but collectively like that's all that's what they're all saying kind yes, of in their own yeah. sort of way with much more intended obviously but and but that's kind of what i believe yeah so yeah. when individuals ask me what denomination i am i'm just like i'm a lover of god and i i mean i consider myself a christian yeah. no doubt but i don't really specify a denomination yeah. and whatnot because it's about the relationships yeah. and yeah. it's about god's exactly. love in those relationships yeah it all feeds back into itself. Right. And if you have that, I'm, that's fine. Absolutely. And if you don't, that's also okay. It's just that, and you know, we were all, we're put here to like believe the same thing as each other. I believe that we can all have differences and also be together and love and support one another at the same time. That's why we were all created because yeah. if we were all the same, mine would be boring. Yes. Like, you do not want a bunch of like 15 me's walking around. <laughs> That'd be way too much. Yeah. Well, God bless the kindergarten teachers because that would yes, suck. Yes. Well, that's a great sermon. Yes. Yeah. We'll have to Sorry. save that for another that time. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Do you feel called to ordained yes. ministry? Ah, yikes. It's all about love. Yes. Yeah. That matters. So I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but we're getting closer to the end of the hour here. I can't believe that. I know. I time has flown, but I just want to ask a few, a few fun questions. Yeah. So, um, what do you do in Kansas City when you're not here at St. Andrews working? Because um, your family's not here, but you have friends here. Right? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. lots of friends here. And meeting new people, too. That's been my favorite. Each weekend, I swear, we've gone and done different things and like just met a new a group of individuals. Because also, my friends have their own friends, too. Yeah. Um, which, that's a huge thing for me. Being friends with, like, some people just have, like, a certain set of people, which I do, I do have my go-tos and whatnot, but mm -hmm. I'm like a firm believer in like, let's all be friends, you know, yeah. and I'm trying to bring them all together, which they don't always love, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Because <laughs> I have different types of friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, from super type A to super type B. So sometimes yeah. when you cross those, it does not work. Um, but no, uh, so I'm super competitive, uh, grew up athletic, so yeah. Uh, working doing anything from working out in general um i'm a big basketball girly actually uh back in august i had unfortunately well technically i did it tore it in may i had the in august i had a double meniscus repair oh, and no. ac repair yeah so oh. if you ever see me limping or something yeah. sometimes pay no mind you pay are, no mind you yeah. are too young for that yeah um and you know I'm really bad at resting. <laughs> I like to go and I think I'm a little invisible and that's where God needs to be a little loud and be like, let's sit this one out. Um, at, for at, me. at least you recognize it. Yeah. Now. Yeah. yeah. It'll yeah. be easier as the years go by to practice it. Better. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I used to not like in college, I'd be like, why do I feel awful? I'm like, Oh, well <laughs> you're only averaging like four hours of sleep. So mm. yes. but I've been getting more. I've yes. been getting more. Good. Good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was going to ask you, are you an early bird or a night owl? Uh, or both. So night owl for sure. Yeah. Early board, like once I'm up and going, I'm cool. Yeah. But yeah. But that yeah. doesn't surprise me. Yes. Somehow. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're like going out and working out in the morning by myself, like I'll do it. But like if I'm going, I will I'll be there early when there are other people there because I'm like, okay, bet like if I'm gonna die, then I'm gonna die with other people. Not literally die. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> right. Right. Um, yes, yes. But yeah, like super athletic, going to sporting events and whatnot. Um, we're doing 
uh, we have a softball team, so that'll be interesting oh, this summer. Okay. Yeah, that'll be fun. And doing that, hopefully the leg heals, uh, my knee heals up. I gotta yeah. don't anybody, be a catcher. Yeah, <laughs> don't play catcher. No, yeah, no. I know. And I so growing up, I caught. So this is oh, gonna suck. No. Yeah. Oh, that's hard. Yeah, I was kind of. I'm like, uh, short. What? What else am I gonna play? But anyways, yeah. I played yeah. first base, so I know what it feels like to no longer be the catcher. Oh, you go from you catcher did. to first base. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that tends to be the spot you end up in because you're still uh, catching. You're just standing up. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyways, um, I also a lover of arts and tools. Like I have a quite a bit of friends that super into art and whatnot. That's why I love that you guys have that art ministry. Yes. Too. Yeah. That was so cool to see. Just like different seeing people's different passions and whatnot yeah. and yes. seeing them just come to life honestly i'm mm-hmm. like man i can barely draw a butterfly but that's great yeah. yeah you know um so that's really cool and distinctive and i love i'm so i'm also like all the freeze i'm gluten dairy anything so when kids have allergies i'm like but it's cool don't worry yeah um so like eating super fresh and organic and stuff like that so i love going to the farmer's market and whatnot oh, which wonderful. yeah um, so doing things like that, uh, foodie, so yeah. trying, and yeah. there are so many more restaurants. Oh yeah. Yeah. You've got so. your choice here and there's mm-hmm. a few foodies around the parish here mm-hmm. that yes. will probably help guide you to all those good places. Too. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, anything fun, active and adventurous. I'm always down. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So you also mentioned you, you were in track. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I did what, track in college. So what did you do? Yeah. I your, threw. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, was going to run and then, you know, run, practicing three times a day, running, that's, hey, uh, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd rather yeah. lift, honestly. So, yeah. yeah. Speaking Just, of hard on the knees. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, oh, yeah, that was a good time. But believe it or not, I do kind of miss, like, waking up at 5 a.m. to go lift with my team. But, yeah, <laughs> sounds psychotic, but I do. <laughs> um, it kind of yeah. sets the mood for the rest of the day, doesn't it? Yeah. Does. Yeah. It really, yeah. that's why I love, like, workouts in the morning. It really, like, sets you up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, track was fun. Just that there, too. One thing about track is, like, with different other support um, sporting events, I felt like you were with the same people, but we had so many other people and different personalities other than like, you know, your average 12 to like 20 on a team. Like ours were like 50, 60, oh, wow. you know, wow. like a lot more people on the team. So it was just fun to all, like sometimes that attract me, I would like, obviously I had my core friends that were on the team, but I'm like, oh, well let's go see what like long distance people are like. And it's just, it's very interesting to see all the different personalities and whatnot, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So, are you a coffee drinker? Big coffee drinker. Oh, I boy. prefer yes. espresso. Yes, um, yes, yes ma'am. Kind of not to be a snob or anything, but <laughs> um, Italy, I think, turned me into one of those. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, yes. Yeah. And espresso co- everywhere. Mm-hmm. Me too, and yeah. I only drink espresso. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are like, oh, you're that person. I'm like, yep. But it tastes <laughs> It's so going to be an espresso latte for me, ma'am. Yeah. Thank That's you. Right. That's right. Yes. Wonderful. Well, I think... It's, we've reached the hour mark. Yeah, okay. So it's been a wonderful conversation with you, Veronica. Yeah, Great to you. get to yes, know you. Great. And we look forward to seeing how you grow the children and youth and young adult ministry here mm-hmm. and to continue to have your presence on staff with us. Thank so. you, thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me, too. Yeah, I really yeah. love it. your energy. It's yes. Just been yeah. fantastic. Yes, you bring, you bring the whole room up when yes. you're in it, whether it's with children or with adults. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is just such a blessing for St. Andrews. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. Thank Absolutely. You. Thanks for having me.